The Hump, Episode 3, Walk the Earth. the hump your show about how to get one over in this thing called life this is brent bowen chad veland how you doing man i am doing so good with the <laughs> sweet sweet oh. the sweet sweet nectar nectar of the gods i i propose we actually maybe just sit here and drink beer let's have an episode where we literally just sit here and, sit here and drink beer that'll oh be that'll probably rank right up with uh you and me having an episode where we bring my pug in and we interview him. Yeah, him uh, smugging his crotch and, yeah. Licking his ball. Well, he doesn't have any balls. He's been since neutered. It'd be a good good episode, though. Good episode. It'll be high entertainment. Adrenaline pinching. High entertainment. Well, we might just sit here. So, uh, the brewery of the week, you you want, I can see you. You just want to launch right into it, don't you? I just want to, like, sip it right out of the bottle. It's so good. All right. So, for folks that are watching and then listening later, uh, our brewery and beer of the week is one of my personal favorite breweries. And then the beer was hard to acquire. I had to go all the way to New York City to get this beer, as you know. His uh, founders is a brewery out in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's on my bucket list of places to visit. Not Grand Rapids, per se, but the brewery. But brewery. Yeah, that's the only thing I know about Grand Rapids. But... Yeah, it's the founders is there. And it's um, CBS, Canadian Breakfast Style. <clears throat> Love those Canadians. They're so nice. Yeah, they are so nice. And the beer is the beer is very nice. And you and I both tried to acquire this beer here around the holidays and wasn't here. No. Nowhere to be found. So I flew to New York, was going to New York anyway. It's not like I made a trip for the beer for this trip for beer. I've made trips for beer. Yeah. yeah. And uh found it in a Whole Foods, and believe it or not, there was an entire rack dedicated to this beer. Nobody had bo- nobody had bought it. It was crazy. Yeah. It was in my untapped uh, wish list. And when I was in New York last month, I got a notification that it was uh, available in Trenton, New Jersey. And I actually thought about, like, how do I get to Trenton, New Jersey from here? But <laughs> that's a little far. It was probably like an hour and a half round trip, you know. So you struck out of the Whole Foods. Did you check? I did check. It was nowhere to be found. Well, um, so we've already announced <clears throat> the beer. We probably need to toast a few few folks. But before we do that... Um, this is actually our third episode. If you've not caught the first couple episodes, uh, you can find us on Facebook. Both of the replays are on Facebook. And then yesterday we released the very first episode in podcast format and we're officially on iTunes, which is awesome. We have arrived. We have arrived. And not only on iTunes, we got a, uh, Need to remember my manners, my beer manners. Uh, got a little uh, nod from uh, Tony's Kansas yeah, City on his Tony, blog today. My man Tony. So driving a little, driving a little traffic. That and some big-breasted women all over the blog. Had gnome butt and some big-breasted women. Yes, that's uh, an interesting blog, <laughs> I will say. Good information. When we start having guests, though, I reached out to Tony and I said, "When we start having guests, we're gonna have guests." I and literally then, have no idea what he looks like. I guess I haven't scoured his blog enough, but. I've seen an interview with him on the pitch. Yeah. 
uh, Pitch Magazine, Kansas City. So I've seen a picture of him. I'd be able to spot him out in the crowd. But anyway, um, got a little nod from him, which is awesome. So who are we toasting this week? It's it's Walk the Earth. There were there was something that happened uh, a couple weeks ago where some folks walked the aisle. Yeah, they did walk the aisle. I spent the uh, weekend in Wichita, Kansas. It was beautiful. Um, Central Standard Brewing, good brewery if you ever go down there. But uh, some very close and personal people to myself got married. It was a beautiful thing. It was a great ceremony. It was fun. Cheers. You Cheers. Know who you are. Toast. We'll, the lovely couple, we will toast them. Oh. Uh, and then you continued to walk. Did you walk before or after the wedding? Because you, there was the March for Our Lives. We uh, walked that Which I'm, I'm, I have to applaud you. I have to toast you. Oh. Cool. I'm going to toast you. The fact that you are down there for a celebration of the beginning of these couples' lives. Yeah, it was actually my wife's idea. And then you guys took the time to they yeah, go ahead and participate in the the march in Wichita. We were awesome. staying downtown and uh she found out about it and she's like, you know, she made up some signs and everything. She was way prepared. What'd your sign say? Do you remember? Um it was pretty uh tame compared to some of the other ones we saw. What's I mean, wild, there was some, what's oh the wildest God. one? I, I sent you a picture of one of them. I cannot remember what it is right now, but <laughs> oh my God, there's some stuff that you know like okay. teachers need uh pencils, not guns. You know, I, that was kind of a one that stood out, but uh, there were some really funny ones out there. People like applaud them. Got creative. I do recall you sending those to me and like, what What are you doing? But, you know, it wasn't uh, the, the million people they had in Washington or anything. It was probably, I don't know, maybe 1,500 people, which, hey, it's, it's a movement. And, uh, you know, change is going to happen. It was an impressive day. Well, and I wrote a blog post recently. I wasn't able to participate, but um, marketing colleague, friend of mine, wrote a book around marketing to Gen Z and the timing of the release of it couldn't be more prescient Yeah, is um, cause she actually spoke in a blog post. She wrote about the book about this is the now generation. They don't wait yeah. to let other people do things for them. They, they get involved and do it themselves. And, and she pointed to um, the Parkland, Florida incident and, and the, you know, the other go incidents of gun violence that we've had and around how the students are taking action. So I thought it was really cool that you got, while you guys were down there, you decided to get involved. In yeah, it was neat because, so. you know, we took my uh, my daughters with us and uh, it was fun. I mean, uh, you're right. These kids are, they're motivated and they're organized and they're fearless. Um, when we were their age, I think we were maybe trying to get the, the drinking age to get lowered to 18. Yeah. Not like something that really is going to, you know, help. But I uh, wasn't chasing signs and a, and a message. Or change. Yes. I was yeah. chasing. I was chasing women or, or yeah. young young girls or young women at that time. Yeah, so. it was impressive. They had uh, teenagers ran it. Teenagers were speaking. I mean, every speaker was uh, was you know that generation um, well organized. I was impressed. That's very cool. Well, and we have to mention this too. Um, the themes walking today, and uh, we're going to talk about walking. And believe it or not, Becca's. Uh, provided some questions I need to ask you too that I may oh, wow. not even put in the put in your notes. But uh, today commemorates the there's commemoration of uh, the 50 year anniversary yes. of the assassination of Martin Luther King too. And we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that from the standpoint of, of toasting Dr. Martin Luther King. Yes, on, he was on, a great on, man. Yeah, meant a lot of change, and we not quite realized all the change we need to see obviously but um Agreed. 
Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly an important day in that regard that people are kind of carrying forth his message. So uh, very cool. So what else have you been up to? You've been busy, obviously, with the wedding and a uh, little travel. What else have you been up to? Uh, just watching a lot of basketball. I mean, uh, the tournament finally ended. My, my K-State Wildcats got much farther than I anticipated, which was a, a good thing. But uh, uh, I don't know. Ready for spring. I heard we're supposed to get four inches of snow in the next day or two. Like, this is bullshit. Like, it's April. Let's, let's move on. Yeah, this was ridiculous. When I woke up this morning to take the trash out, the curb was fro- water had been running from the previous precipitation and then mm-hmm. it had frozen in place. And then even you were talking about basketball. What a difference a week makes. I mean, it's crazy. If we'd been doing this this time last week, I was giddy as hell. Yeah. Right? I just giddy out of my mind having made the, you know, with uh, University of Kansas KU making the final four. I was just giddy is all get out. Um, Until they ran into the buzzsaw that is Villanova. Yes, they ran into that buzzsaw, and that's about the only way you could describe them. I mean, they destroyed everybody. I saw, like, the the average uh, margin of victory was, like, 16, 18 points. It was nuts. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And that night when we played Villanova, because we had had prior good luck with me watching the game outside, you're talking about spring? Yes. It was nice that day, during the day. So, Becca, and we were making... Bob's Burgers, working mm-hmm. through our Bob's Burgers recipe. Uh, and she said, well, you go ahead and grill them instead of me doing them in the oven. I'm like, sure, it's great. Yeah. It's out here and nice outside. And I hadn't seen the uh, the weather report that the cold front was coming through about the time I was going to grill. So I'm out grilling. And then we pull the projector and the screen out on the back porch because the two times we've been in the Final Four in the past 10 years prior, yes. I had watched the game out on the patio and there's a direct correlation to KU's winning percentage and you sitting on the patio. Well, all Something of my makes sense. All of my superstitions. Yeah. Well, you've been with me for KU superstitions. I have you've the seen same. the rally pants. I have the like, same. You know, I have to have the volume at the right level, and uh, I flip my wedding ring. I got all kinds of weird quirks myself. I only put the rally pants on. We only lost to Kentucky in 2012 because I put the rally pants on too late, which was two minutes into the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need time to warm up. The rally pants just don't, you know, just don't throw it out there. They got to. Oh, I think they were pretty warm. I didn't wash them the entire, like. Well, that's the, the other thing. Time. You can't wash them because, you know, you got you to gotta keep that stank on it because yeah. that helps them win. The good news is, is this is all running up, uh, running on into my son. He's learning all these bad habits from me. So he had some funky T-shirts going during that run. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I missed you, too, because, you know, I had the big basketball um and beer party and put the picture on. I saw all the damage, man. There was some... It was double the damage from the year prior. Or the... Yeah. Yeah, it was two years prior. So... It sounded like a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Had a couple... Couple fellows by the end of the evening and were screaming for Taco Bell. So you know it's a bad night when they, they're yeah. like, I need a fourth meal. Guys that are used to drinking Bud Light and drinking, you know, 9% craft beer. Yeah. Not... Not a good scene. on your ass. Not a good scene. Um, so you and I have some plans this weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Tap tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just been an explosion of craft breweries in Kansas City. Uh, it seems like there's a new one popping up about every week. But um, uh, they put on the, what is it, Visit KC puts on the tap tour where you basically get like a passport and... You go to each brewery and uh, you get like a discount and a stamp in your passport. And when you get all of them done, you get a 
Wonder Lovely Charlie Hustle t-shirt. This year, I think the t-shirt vendor is a little different. It's not Charlie Hustle. It's not Charlie Hustle. I think the Can- Visit Kansas City is not playing. The Visit KC folks aren't playing favorites, and I think they moved it to okay. a different t-shirt vendor. But they also upped the stakes, because when you and I did it last year, we only had 11 breweries to hit. Yes. This this year, it's 19. You, I mean, and, I, you and I are two in. So we have 17 to do over a, a less than an eight-week period. So I built an itinerary yesterday with a week off that gets beautiful. us to success. Beautiful. I mean, it's uh, it's work. I'm not going to deny it. It is work, but um, I think we can make it. We can I'm confident. It. We can make it. We can we can definitely do it. So we've got we got that going on. And uh, speaking of visit KC, and we got a lot going on tonight. So I'll I'll bring that up. You last week, Beck and I went to the actual visit KC. They yes. have like an influencer class, and you and I were um, talking about that on Friday. It was pretty funny because you know even you just teasing her the other night got her preferential treatment. At the at the bar, yeah, yeah, she got a second extra beer, I, and I think you know what I'll do next time. I actually have my little button. I think next episode when we talk, I'll bring it up next episode. Yeah. I'll actually wear my visit KC VIP button, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about the class. It was pretty cool, man. We learned learned some things about the the heritage of the city, heritage of the city, and then also um, you know just how the city's progressing from a. a you know, a tourism and convention yeah, standpoint. It's, I mean, it's, you it's know, relatively cool. speaking. I mean, it's yeah. not Chicago, but um, it's cool town. There's lots of good stuff to do. Yeah, it's well. Did you know that? And I heard this on NPR years ago. In the mid '70s, Kansas City, Dallas, and Atlanta all the were same size, all the same size population from a population yeah. standpoint. And then, you know, obviously economic development quite went quite a bit different. For Dallas and Atlanta, Atlanta hosted a freaking Olympics for yeah. for crying out loud. So, yeah, it's it's good to see kind of Kansas City catch up proverbially, uh, if not quite there. So, anyway, we'll talk about. But you and I this weekend, I'm looking forward to our catch up. What I'm calling you, you and I have worked in financial services, and we're mm-hmm. familiar with catch up contributions. Yes, we are going to do catch up consumption. This weekend. Ketchup consumption. Ketchup consumption. Not the condiment, but no. the actual, yeah. Yes. Ketchup. Catch up. Not catch. Catch I up. mean, this is the, the pickle we put ourselves into. So now, you know, we got to put in the work to, to get the job done. Yeah. 45 and over, you do ketchup consumption. Okay. So we're going to we're gonna do that. All right. So the theme's already been walking. Mm-hmm. And today is National Walking Day. I knew I had an extra spring in my step. Like, I felt extra spry today, and I could not explain why until you told me that. And if there is one man that walks the earth like Cain and Kung Fu, it would be it would be you. Yeah, you you and people don't realize or know this about you. It's kind of you know I got to talk about death and taxes last week, so or two weeks ago. Yeah, so it's kind of like that that guy that doesn't look very intimidating, but he'll like kick the shit out of you. Like that's how I am. I don't I don't look I'm not a physical specimen. But man, I can I can do some walking. You can walk the shit out of somebody. When you and I went to New Orleans, so good at it. you hurt and and I wore the wrong shoes. I look like a suburban homeless person. At least you took the socks off. I did I did take the socks off. Becca was proud of me in that regard. But you can when you and I were in New Orleans, yeah. You wore the middle like the middle pad of my foot off and i don't know how that's possible normally you get something on the side you get something in the arch 
you know, but the middle pad was yeah. worn off. And Becca wants to know. So Becca, she she asked me, she was like, ask Chad why he walks so fast. It's just, it's just my gait. I just, you know. Your that, legs are not especially long. They're pretty long. But um, also, I'm just somebody, I'm very focused. Like, if I'm trying to get somewhere, let's get there the most direct and quickest path possible. And you're not the first person that I I wore down into submission. Uh, last year, when we were in uh, Barcelona, my wife and I, we uh, we were... <laughs> We did a ton of walking that day. We had a day I, I went looked at my steps. We had a day we walked 16 miles. Just, you know, seeing the sights. Uh, I'm, you know, I like to get down on the street level and see everything. And uh, the last day we were in Barcelona, we were trying to get to this, this little brew place that had great beer. And uh, I look over at her and she's kind of like an extra in The Walking Dead or something. Like, you know, like her leg was kind of dragging behind her and she kind of had like a limp. And uh, I finally realized the damage that I had done. And I said, babe, you know, let's just get a cab. And we cabbed it to her, where we were going at that point. How was she the next day? Uh, it took a while for the, <laughs> to, for the feet to get back to normal. Um, I, yeah, I just, uh, I just love to walk. Getting out and seeing things. You pretty much. Is that why you love to get out and walk? Is, I mean, because I've traveled with you. I, I know a little bit of the reason why. But that's, you know, why is you can really explore kind of the the places you go visit yeah exactly i mean you know uh when you're traveling and stuff I'm, i like to experience soak up the culture and whatnot so uh i like to uh you know like i said get down the street level and uh interact with the people so, so to speak. so when you were in spain was that the furthest you'd ever walked was was that 16 miles in one in one given day yeah that week was pretty epic i think pretty much every day we put like at least 13 miles in wow um, but that's Europe. I mean, you know, yeah, getting places, it's, uh, easier just to walk a lot of times. I'm trying to think of where I've probably walked the furthest or the most and they warn you. So, and you've never been there, nor do I expect you to ever go is Disney world. Yeah. I'm never so going. like no. you're never going. Okay. I've been actually, but I'm yeah, done. you're done. You, and you were there for like a day. No, I was there like, I don't know, four or five days, four or five days. Okay. So you have been, but they say at Disney world at a minimum you walk. Five to ten miles a day. Yeah, at a at a minimum. And I we went. Well, that's just you know like. Oh well, let's not get started. Let's not get started okay. with Magic okay. Kingdom. Magic Kingdom's death by stroller. It's not just walking. Getting it, kneecapped by an umbrella stroller. Oh, it, there were some people there that didn't even have young children that were walking with strollers. They had bags. They were putting their shit in it, and they were using it as a weapon. To start just ramming it. So if you're in their way and you're not walking at the clip you walk at, they just plow the road. Plow the, yeah, it is. It's like one of the snow yeah. trucks that we have to clear the ice and snow. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But there, it was about five years ago, We uh, Becca and the kids, we went with my parents. And this was the time my dad was still kind of walking quite yeah. a bit. And they went with us. And by the time we were done the first day, my dad was... <laughs> Walking sideways with his body bent sideways. Why is I, your shoulder so low? Uh, I think he slipped a disc in his back. Yeah. And then was not right the entire you rest. broke him. We did break. That's the way Becca phrased it. Yeah, I broke him. I broke him. What's yeah. What's the strangest thing you've ever seen on one of your walks? That's tough. I mean, you know, um, you see a lot of strange stuff in Europe and whatnot. But um, I don't know. 
Oh, that's a good walk. I mean, uh, one of my favorite was uh, last year we were in Santorini and we walked from like, uh, like halfway across the island. Um, and it was just like a cliff on one side, 500 feet. And just, you know, it was gorgeous. I mean, that's a good day. That is a good day. Walking to like somewhere that has beer, even better. That's day. a better day. Well, yeah. that's when, that's about the only time I run. When it's National Running Day, and you know this because yeah. we ended up doing the, I, Beck and I did the Stockyards 5K yes. last year, and I ran uh, most of the, most of, well, maybe not all. Yeah. Well, a portion of it. You I ran, ran like 2K. Yeah. I ran 2K. Yeah. But when we hit the last 800 meters, I ran to the beer. It it was pretty. Hey, it's, you got to have the right carrot in front of each person, and uh that's a good carrot to dangle in front of you. Yeah, that and I had somebody behind me too that was like eighty years old that was my pacer and Becca Becca's still combination <laughs> of I don't want to be embarrassed by an eighty year old man and beer in front of me. Beer in front of me. The combination of it won out. Outside of like a grizzly bear behind you, that's about as good as you can get motivation wise. Yeah, it was it was proper motivation. The strangest thing Becca and I have ever seen walking, and this is in our neighborhood. And there will be a couple times I out my neighbors for some crazy shit. Yeah. I'm not going to say which particular neighbor. Becca and I were opening up the garage to go out to a walk for a walk in a more in one morning. And we see the FBI pull up Ooh. in front of the neighbor's house. Gun you see every day. Guns drawn. Really? And we ran back into the house, then did the old business with the blinds. And I actually have photos and video where I'm video recording. <laughs> So we never actually conducted You're the walk. Like, this is going to be a payday. Like this is going to be valuable footage I can sell to CNN or somebody. Yeah, TMZ. Yeah, totally. Whoever, TM yeah, yeah, TMZ. And they pull my neighbor out on the front porch in his underwear, and apparently oh, that underwear. Uh, it was tidy whitey kind of. Really? Yeah, underwear. That's it. Well, he had a t-shirt on okay, too, okay. but they up behind guns drawn, and apparently it's obviously he's not armed if he's in. I know, uh, not tidy white. Well, he may have been armed, but it wasn't anything that was going to hurt the FBI. Um, That's bad. Yeah, it was bad. Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, he, this neighbor of ours had a buddy that was involved in some illegal, like, online gambling ring. Mm -hmm. And it brought his or her computer over to the house and was conducting the activities on their so like tracking him. So they were tracking it and the FBI spotted it at their house and then ended up calling him away for a day. Your neighborhood is kind of sketchy. It is pretty sketchy. It is pretty sketchy. At least a few spots, a few spots of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, my, my neighbors will end up being triple D too. Cause I got one, of, not tonight's triple D, yeah. but my neighbors will be featured in triple I, D at some point. I know where that one's going and, uh, <laughs> We could dedicate an entire episode to that. Yes, yes. So, anything else you'd like to add about walking uh, that I may have missed? There's something no. I'm missing about walking. Any tips for walkers out there? Good shoes. Good shoes, always. Don't follow. Don't. Well, well you had crappy socks. That was your... they weren't crappy socks. They were really nice socks, but wearing wool socks with ill-fitting shoes led to some serious blisters. That yeah, wool socks, that's a hot zone, man. I mean, it's just like... The friction. Yeah. Moist friction. Uh, not a good thing. Well, I got back from New Orleans, and those pads, I was hoping mm. to keep the pad of my skin, thinking, okay, I've toughed it up for the yeah. next time we go on a trip. Yeah. I mean, it literally, that skin ended up being like a half inch thick. But it didn't survive. I, it ended up having to get... Yeah, I mean, my feet are like driftwood, so... Um, 
they they're just almost stone like they don't you know nothing impacts them at this point all right national any other tips in walking no i'm pretty well walked out all right walked out all right all right national walking day folks you heard it from chad cheers the walker supreme walk it up walk the earth all right so now we're going to move from walking to talking for triple d all right so our triple d scenario mm. little little talk instead of walk is um so if you're not familiar with Triple D, you just joined us or you're just listening for the first time if you're joining the podcast, when we throw this out on audio, each week we're going to have a Triple D discussion. We'll throw out a scenario and discuss whether it's a dick douche or dumbass move, all right? And this week's Triple D move, and I just, Beck and I just recently experienced this when we went on our Oscar movie watching tour. Yeah was uh, this week's Triple D move, someone who talks or sings in the theater during the middle of a movie. You know, a lot of these scenarios definitely lean one way or another. This is one of those that literally could be anyone, dick, dumbass, douche move. Like, it can be anything. You, you, it's all about intent with this one, do you think? And the individual. It's a kind of a case-by-case -case basis. Um, I mean... You told me a little bit about the story. Well, the story, we went to go see Shape for, you know, one of the beauties of running your own company is that if you decide you want to take a Friday afternoon off and block it out and go see a movie with your wife, then we went to go see Shape of Water and there was a couple sitting right next to us during, and when there was a, a song sequence, uh, one of the members of the couple, one individual, decided to break into show tune and sing the song right next to us and there's no business <laughs> like show business that's actually not too bad but we're like really and it completely pulled us that's out of the movie like a movie you weren't seeing like mama mia or something like i can't imagine that people are going to see the shape of water based on the soundtrack there are there is some musical accompaniment to it and there's there's a bit of nostalgia to that movie mm. i get it and humming might have even been acceptable yes I mean, I've been known on occasion. I was doing it before we even started the show. I've like become quite fond of our intro music, I and I've been too, yeah. been running around the house like humming our intro music. And Drew, you know, D's caught me at every corner, going, "Dad, enough. stop it, enough!" But to sing, but you know when to shut up. I mean, it even tells you before the movie to shut up. Yes. Well, and actually, speaking of that, uh, several years ago, D and I, when I took her to go see. It was a Shrek movie. Yeah. There was a man laughing, guffawing, and talking behind us. And she was five at the time. And just kept doing it. About halfway through the movie, she, you know, my daughter. She's got some stones on her. She got, got a spunk. He, she has some spunk. She got, stood straight up, turned around, and goes, Shh! Shame! <laughs> she shamed, she yeah. shamed him big time in the middle of the movie. It was awesome. So, all right, so you're, so in my scenario, I'll, I'll answer. I'm trying to think about that, whether that was a dick, douche, or dumbass move. Because I think the spirit was that, like, you could tell that individual was feeling it. Well, that's what I'm saying. This one's a case-by-case -case basis. Like, I, I think that was just plain dumbass. Like, I'm caught up in the moment. I've lost yes. control. And I'm not conscious. Again, it comes to consciousness. Yes. I'm not conscious, really, of what I'm doing until then somebody points it out. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. But then I also went to go see Ready Player One. 
and this week, this last week, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I know you have no interest really in seeing it, but there was a dad and a, his teenage son, and the dad continued to talk through the entire movie to his teenage son. And again, it was it, it was just really a case of over exuberance of going like. Look at this pop culture reference. Look at this pop yeah, culture reference. Look at the DeLorean from Back to the Future in it. Yeah, I yeah. get it. And it, that movie is overstuffed with a lot of 80s nostalgia. So, so it's hard to not. out on it. And it was kind of a dumbass movie. And at one point, um, at one point during the movie, I ended up, and this is me being a dick, leaning over to Becca and saying, boy, this movie would sure be great if there wasn't as much talking during the movie. <laughs> and then it all quieted down. So, sorry, dude. But anyway. yeah, I actually have a uh, kind of a inverted dick scenario for this one. So, like ten years ago, I took my daughters; they were both young at the time to go see Madagascar Two. And I was trying to find a time that we could go see it when you know uh, it worked out, you know, with everything else. So there was like a ten forty-five show on a Saturday morning. So we go to the movie, the three of us, and. The theater's packed with little kids everywhere and just, you know. And it, before the movie started, it was really loud in there. But I was just like, you know, I had the little kids are excited, whatever. So the movie started and the volume didn't go down at all. Like, the chatter just kept going and there's kids everywhere. And, like, it was just out of control. And I kept doing, you know, what you do when you're in a movie and somebody behind you is making noise. You give them the, you know... Like that. <laughs> well, you got now for audio purposes, you're getting the lean to. The yeah, lean you know, kind of the lean, the lean with the stink eye a little bit. Like, hey, chowderhead, you know, shut it off. And uh, it didn't, it didn't make any difference. And I started getting really frustrated. And my daughters were like, I can't even hear the movie; it's so loud. Um, so about 20 minutes into the movie, I'm, I'm boiling, like trying to figure out what the right thing to do is. This is a Madagascar, mind you. Madagascar right. too, yes. <laughs> Uh, the sequel. It was much better than the original. Um, and all of a sudden, I feel a tap on my shoulder. And this mom leans in and she's like, you seem confused. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm confused. She's like, this is a special screening for children with autism. <laughs> I just shrunk into my seat. Felt like the biggest dick ever. Like... Oh my god, I'm stink eyeing everybody in this theater and I'm the dick. Um not my best moment. So did you did you stay for the rest of the movie? Of course. I want to see how it ended. <laughs> Nevertheless, I didn't feel uh, good about it. Like no, my ass would have been out of that theater. Uh, I was like, who's she telling me I look confused? I was confused. You were very you confused. were very confused. Oh, was your eyesight poor at the time? I know your eyesight's not the best now. Did you not see the little caption that it was There was like... nothing. I bought the tickets online. When I went there, I had kids. Nobody at the ticket booth told me. Told it was a special... No, it was just... Showing like for autistic movie. children. I don't even think it was like the movie was dedicated for that. It was just they were basically saying, you know, we're a big group of people. Let's go see Madagascar 2. Oh, not my best moment. No, not your best moment. Jay, what do you think, man? Dick, douche, dumbass move. On his part. Oh, Chance. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel bad for you. I would be confused, too. I'd be like, what is going on here? But then, uh, I don't know. I, just, I, I, can't, I can't side with any of it. I just feel like, I just feel bad for you. 
case by case, like I said. Case like, by case basis. I saw like uh, I still remember the Water Boy. I don't know how I remember that movie, but it was actually teenagers. Funny. You know, the ages of our interns, and they're behind us just uh, yammering the whole time. And you know, I finally just turned around, and was like, "Hey, if you want to talk? Go somewhere else." And they shut up at that point. Yeah, the first incident I remember of somebody actually talking in a theater was when I went to go see the movie Coming to America with Eddie Murphy oh, with yeah. a high school friend of mine. Yeah. And we saw it in Leavenworth, Kansas. And there wasn't just talking. I mean, there was conjugal, shout, conjugal visit. There, there was shouting at the screen that devolved, shouting at the screen for Eddie to do certain things or not do certain things. And then it devolved into a zip and a head disappearing in the theater. And that, that falls into the dick classification. Hey, enter. Like, <laughs> earmuffs. So that's always a treat. Yeah, speaking of which, we, this is our walk episode. We got our intern who was grounded on house arrest. Yes. He's been able to walk. He was able to walk. He got the so, ankle bracelet on, but he's good. All right, Kay, so what do you think? Dick, douche, or dumbass move? That's a dumbass move. A, a dumb <laughs> how, how though? It's not because he doesn't. He didn't know he was being like either dick douche or dumb. He was just like shut up. But then he like realized it's yeah. He just Why didn't are know. we still talking about me? <laughs> oh wait, uh, I don't know. It, just it was a general mind. scenario. But your story was so impressive. Your story was so impressive. I'm out of here, man. It just came straight straight to you. All right. So in general, though, Jay, in general, what is a dick douche dumbass move? A big move. I paid, I paid to watch the movie. I deserve to watch it how I want to watch it. All right, cool. I can buy that. Cool. K-Man, what do Wait, you think? Who, who's, dick, who's, not Chad. Oh, not if you went to a movie tomorrow and somebody started talking, would it be a dick, douche, or dumbass oh, move? Oh, that's a dick move. It's a dick, it's move. A dick move. So we got dick. We're a scenario. I'm going to pull Gun the, to my head. Gun to my head, I will say it's a dick move because... They make an announcement before the movie even starts. Yeah. Well, if you go to the Alamo, they haul your ass out of there. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I actually got warned once. Did you? Yeah. I'll see, and I'm going to go dumbass just because I'm going to play the over-exuberance card. Most of the times I've seen it, it's like everybody, mm-hmm. somebody's a little too excited. So I'll pull dumbass and then dick. So we got three dicks and a, a dumbass. All right. Yeah, vote online. If you're online, vote online when we do the podcast. You gotta be careful how you word that. <laughs> you got three dicks and a dumbass. Like, oh, if you don't know anything about this, you oh, might. Oh man. If you just jumped in right now, you'd be like, I don't know what they are talking about. That, that, that sounds like, uh, something for the blooper reel. Three yes. dicks and a dumbass on the blooper reel. All right, everybody. That's the, the close of the show. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And uh, if you're listening for the first time or watching for the first time, leave us a comment. If you enjoyed today's episode, go out to the He Says, She Says Casey Facebook page and like and follow us if you haven't already. Also, check out the He Says, she, oh, he says She Says. The, what's the ABV on this beer? It's like 12%. <laughs> it's pretty also, light. check out it's the light. He Says, She Says Casey blog. And guess what? You can now subscribe to us and rate us. Leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform. How about that for the heat check? How you like that, Gary? Gary's online. I saw him. If you, if you, you can, you'll be able to subscribe, rate us, leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform that includes iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Stitcher. 
All right, Stitcher. Chad doesn't know that. Sounds like a bad, bad fixed job on that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Stitcher. A uh, second-rate plastic surgeon. <laughs> the very nice. All right, folks, take care.